Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hey, Delora girl. Hey, Ashley. New week and we are back for a special recap giving the Williams family some major love. We are recapping King Richard, girl. This was highly anticipated. I know you were crying every time you you watched the trailer. I, to this day, I cannot watch that trailer without tears running from my eyes. I cannot. You are the reason why I bet my mom 10 push-ups that she was going to cry and she didn't. So I lost that bet. (laughs) Oh, now I will say uh, once I watched it, I didn't cry as much, but I'll tell you the parts that I did. Okay. Well, guys, King Richard was released on November 19th in theaters and on HBO Max. It will be available to stream until December 19th. Summary, based on a true story, King Richard follows the journey of a family whose unwavering resolve and unconditional belief ultimately delivers two of the world's greatest sports legends. Director, Ronaldo Marcus Green. Music by Chris Bowers. My boo for Bridgerton. Produced by Tim White and Trevor White of Star Thrower Entertainment and, of course, Will Smith of mm-hmm. Overbook Entertainment. The family was also very involved with both Venus and Serena serving as executive producers, as well as their sister Isha and their sister Lindria as a costumer. Cast Will Smith as Richard Williams, Anjanu Ellis as Oracine, aka Brandy Williams, Sanaya Sidney as Venus. Demi Singleton as Serena, Michaela Lachey Bartholomew as Tundi, may she rest in peace, Danielle Lawson as Isha, Layla Crawford as Lindria, Tony Goldwyn as Paul Cohen, and John Bernthal as Rick Macy. Reviews, 91% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. 98% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and 82% of Google users gave this film a thumbs up. Delora, what is your grade for our recap of King Richard? The cast was phenomenal. The music was great. The story, epic. I gave this film an A. How about you, Ashley? I give this film a B+. I really enjoyed getting a glimpse into the Williams family that I'd never seen, just the sheer determination. Um, This love letter to Richard, I put in my notes from his girls, I hope was a flowers moment for him. But I think ultimately I wanted more. And that's the only reason why it did not get an A is because I was left like, oh, that's where we stopped. Okay. Like I wanted her to win her first Wimbledon. Like I want to see so much more, right? So 
Um, but it was great. Um, to your point, the cast, especially these young ladies, did Girl. their thing in this I film. I Did their uh. thing. All right. So our spoiler alert as we get into the good good of the film. So we learn of Richard's plans, determination, and his hustle from the very beginning of the film, Laura. Richard wrote a 78-page plan for both Venus and Serena's whole career before they were even born. He saw tennis uh, in 77, one particular mm-hmm. match where one player received $40,000 for four days of work. And he realized he was in the wrong business. <laughs> Delora, give me your thoughts on Richard having Man. laid out his daughter's lives prior to them even being conceived. Like the math ain't math, right? He was like, <laughs> they made more in four days than I'd made in the year. Yep. Um, it's inspiring. It's, it's intriguing because for their mother, I wish somebody would walk up to me and be like, you already have three children. I need for you to have two more (laughs) and they're going to be the greatest tennis players of all time. I'd be like, uh, are you Noah? Like what, what is this? (laughs) What? So he, I mean, he's a strong personality. I'll say that because I have more to say about his personality as we go on with this recap. (laughs) He for sure has a strong personality. I guess for me, it was just like, where did this vision come from just as a human being to just plan out your entire kid's life? Thank God they had the talent to match yes. your dreams and your vision, right? Because yes. you didn't, you had never supposedly met these children yet, let alone known that they had a talent or the skill to do this. So, and the fact that you knew you wanted two more children. Yeah. And that again, your wife was able to deliver. Thankfully, again, God granted this plan that's really what it comes down to <laughs> god said okay i see you and i hear and you. He let me go ahead and give you this and he obviously had to be really convincing because he convinced the whole family everybody was in on it exactly it was a, and that's another thing that i want to get into is that it was so much more of a family effort than we really ever got a chance to see watching their careers. Practices on the tennis courts of Compton was truly a family affair. Um, We saw the other sisters going out, help pick up the balls. Brandy, their mother, or a scene again, she's referred to as Brandy throughout the film, not to confuse anybody, um, was also pivotal in their training. But unfortunately, again, they grew up in Compton. It was not without its issues, right? So when a group of guys harasses the oldest daughter, Tundi, Richard gets a beat down more than once to protect her. He relays to the girls that he had to fight every day as a kid and his father never protected him. The world didn't show him respect, but he'd ensure that they respect his children. For me, this was really the foundation of the Richard that we got in the film and all that he did in his thought process. Yes. Even though it was hard to see, it actually took me watching it the second time to be like, okay, to see the clarity in his actions, I guess. Yes. It definitely watched it a second time, helped connect the dots on a couple of things that I want to get into um, as we move along as well. When Richard fought back the second time, we see he'd had enough. And after he got jumped, searched the streets and was about to go shoot the guy that started this whole thing. But he was shot to death in a drive-by before Richard could reach him. 
What were your thoughts on this scene? If this is real, this would have changed the entire trajectory of not only his life, but of his family's lives. I'm sure that wasn't in the plan. (laughs) That was not in that 78 page plan. But I will say when you've had enough, you had enough. And what were the odds of that young man being gunned down? I mean, it's a tragic situation all the time because I really feel like part of the reason why he was taunting Richard and the girls was because he didn't get that level of attention and love and care in some ways, you know what I mean? Or he could have just been an asshole. I mean, that's also an option too. <laughs> but you understand what I'm trying to say. Like, uh, it's he was like, cyclical. well, my father, mm-hmm. my father only taught me how to do two things, two very bad things, right? <laughs> um, whereas he's really out here caring for his daughters. I mean, you know me, I'm all about, you know, being inspired and 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 positive thinking and you know life and death is in the power of the tongue so for me to see like you know you are a winner on their on the court um gates and he's like if you fail to plan you plan to fail like yeah. I just loved all that and I feel like there was some real hateration so I'm glad that he didn't take that young man's life but it was sad to see the realities of where they lived for sure for sure Richard was shot down quite a bit for help while taking Venus and Serena the intention to take them to the next level in their training. But he and the girls crash a Pete Sampras and John McEnroe practice to shoot their shot with their coach, Paul. And it paid off to Laura, at least for Venus, who Paul agreed to coach for free. Moral of the story is never take no for an answer. Oh, of course. Of course. I think, again, Richard is such a peculiar man. Um, at the end of the day, he is very much a man, right? So he, mm-hmm. his mind is made up and you, you, you realize that he utilized what he had, right? Um, he knew he didn't have the money or anything like that, but he was definitely a marketer. He was definitely, um, he, he was, he was, stubborn as all get out you know what I mean and I feel like men see that within each other so that I feel like for some reason he was able to get through Fitz but you know Fitz is gonna come through (laughs) you'll come through (laughs) Fitz, Fitz from scandal for those who do not catch that reference him being a man I definitely agree with you made a difference and also to me it was like I'm watching every stage father that's ever had talented <laughs> children you know what I mean from yes. most recently like a LeVar Ball to you know even going back to Girl. Joe Jackson you know what I mean yes. like it was just like yep. I feel like I'm watching that cycle of your father having such a strong vision Matthew for knows. you and your life and your success and then yes. willing that into existence yep so by any means necessary by any means necessary but how did you feel video how did you you feel about this opportunity for venus and seeing serena being left out it wasn't surprising i mean tennis is an expensive sport and uh i'm still gonna call him fitz you know how we do uh (laughs) you know coach paul you give the resources to the oldest because his mind was you know, the junior circuit, right? Mm-hmm. Serena was too young for that. So I feel, I felt like, I don't think it would have lasted. Right. But I think it is what it is at, at this moment in time. 
What I about thought, you? I just thought it was fascinating because it's like, this is Serena Williams. You know what I mean? Like, I think had we not known how this played out, I may have yeah. felt more annoyed with it, but I'm like, obviously this is just an adversity that Serena pushed through because Serena say, is Serena. <laughs> again, that grit that she has, it came from somewhere, right? Yeah. And it's being, being in that left shadow. out. Being or, in the shadow. And she's not even, I love in the interviews they've done for uh, this movie, she loves her sister. That's the one yeah. thing I will say. The sisterly love amongst, you know, I don't, I can't speak for his other children, but within that core is strong. For and sure. she constantly said, there is no Serena without Venus. There is no Serena without Venus. And she understands that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, she idolized and still idolizes her sister. Her sister we saw it in even yes. the difficulty at, early in their careers with her competing against Venus. Like yes. those were, you know, very tough matches to even watch because you saw the conflict within her of having to play her sister. Exactly. But Venus said recently um, that Serena is the type of sister who would miss a match just to watch her practice. So, I mean, that's the level of love and admiration that they share for each other. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And that's the one thing I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. You know, Serena is part of my Mount Rushmore, right? Of sports but, figures? Of no, black of women. black women. Okay. Black women. <laughs> gotta be you specific because it could be We either. got Michelle Obama, <laughs> got Oprah, Serena, Megan Marvel. Okay, anyway. And not to knock Venus by any means, but Venus got her flowers in this movie too because she was the first. Absolutely. She was the first. And, you know, you. I'm reminded of that saying, like, you know, people who break glass ceilings get cut. You know what I mean? And so she was the first, but she made it clear for Serena to drive right through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like they understand that. And I think that's that's beautiful to see. And she also has her autoimmune disease that affects her ability to perform at the mm-hmm. highest level that she did. But regardless, she had a has had a phenomenal career and she is in history. Um, so absolutely, this was also a tale of giving Venus her flowers. Their mother, Brandy, continues working with Serena after this whole being left out situation. I love this inclusion of their mother, because again, I personally did not know that she was so pivotal in their training. She talks later in the film about having to correct Serena serve and all this and that. And um, Richard, we see is struggling to let go of the reins and Venus is coaching now that coach Paul has taken over. How impressive though, Delora, was it that both Richard and Brandy were self-taught in terms of tennis? And he talked about they were both athletes, but they didn't know the game of tennis and they were able to get these girls to this level. I know. It's extremely impressive. Like one of the taglines for this film is, is the greatest sports story never told. Because again, this man made this plan before these girls were here. They learn how to play a freaking sport that only was reserved for, you know, privileged white people, the 1% or, you know, not necessarily just the 1%, but you understand what I'm trying to say. And they, it's a very they, inclusive sport because learned, of the cost. Exactly. But they the way that they were able to learn and to be able to relay that to their children to where they were phenoms at such young ages 
is mind-blowing yeah like it is it's just so it's so inspiring yeah it just makes me think man everything's an excuse like if you if you put your mind to it and really try to absorb and learn things and you uh, thankfully again they have the talent for this particular vision but in general like I you know it it really makes me think like oh there's no excuse you can learn a lot of things and be self-taught a lot of things to excel and to your point, I had no idea how integral their mother was mm-hmm. in their training. And yep. the fact that she, she was Serena's coach, highly recommend the Red Table Talk Will did with the, uh, the Williams family. Um, everyone except Richard, because Richard doesn't do TV or anything anymore. But she talked about how she would train, she trained Serena. Serena did not enjoy that. <laughs> but the mom says something so important to your point about like making up your mind. She's like fear and doubt had no place in what we were doing. Tell mama. It takes away from the faith and the, you know, you know, the self-assuredness that re- that is required for you to get up every day and show up for yourself. Right. Yeah. Phenomenal. Tell them mom. Venus started playing in the juniors tennis matches per advice from coach Paul to get her skills up as well as access to resources she'll need such as agents. She dominated, of course, much to her competitors and their coaches disappointment. But Richard wouldn't allow for any kind of bragging to Laura, even going so far as to try to leave the girls at the store and force them to walk home when they wouldn't stop talking post-match. Mom was not having it. Speak on it. Then he made them watch Cinderella as a lesson in humility. Was he being extreme? Hell yeah. What? (laughs) I know they're very devout in their faith. And I know bragging does not have a place, but there are better lessons learned. First of all, I remember the rise of Venus and Serena, right? Because that was, I was younger than them, but I remember them making a splash, but they were always so confident and they were always, again, self-assured. So how do you juggle that and being happy that you said you did what you said you were going to do? Like to me, it kind of wasn't very, the math wasn't mathing for me, right? Mm. You said you were going to win it. You're confident you're going to do it. You did it. So you can't talk about it. I, I guess I, I'm not really following that. <laughs> well, I think it's great to teach humility um, for sure. Yes. But I think yes. his measures are what caught me. Like we've seen the neighborhood y'all live in. So you're going to make your five daughters walk home three miles in this area where you know something could possibly happen to them like no sir like the mom was saying you better get my girls and then even after cinderella don't you ever leave my children again like no flat Period. out it's gonna be me Period. and you it's gonna be me and you Anjanu was everything in this movie okay yes. she gave all the black mama vibes <laughs> ever absolutely need. absolutely yeah again i think the lesson was valuable especially for anybody who achieves certain levels of of success because you don't yes. want that to go to people's heads and for them yes. to come outside of themselves in that way true, true. but his me- his measures were extreme speaking of extreme police and cps stopped by after a night of training in the rain thanks to a nosy neighbor across the street aka sidra don't ever let a freshman take your spot from love and basketball 
Brandy, yes, that's who that was. Yes. <laughs> Brandy had to make a stop by to handle her. Was her interference even remotely justified for you? No. Because, I mean, I grew up knowing about parents who were extremely strict on their children, right? Um, but at the end of the day, if they weren't hurting the children, and if, you know, the children weren't hurting other people, I, I, I don't see the problem. I, I was on the side of the Williams family. It's like, talk to me, um, you know, when my kids get older and they're not going to be on the streets, they're going to be productive humans, <laughs> humans in the society. He was like, where's your daughter? On the corner somewhere. Listen, my thought was, sis, there are way bigger issues for you to be worried about than what's going on with my five daughters over here on this side of the fence. Like, sis, my three, my three over here are number one in their class. I have these two on the road to becoming great tennis champions. I'm going to need you to mind your business before she told her, don't ever make me have to come over here again. Like that. (laughs) That was everything. That That was everything. That scene right there. Listen, she didn't even have to say much. She she looked at her and was like, don't ever make me have <laughs> to come have over to come here over again. Because, you know, you wasn't acting very melanated in that moment either. Let me tell you, mind your business, ma'am. Mind your business. But that's what we do, though. Like, I, that's what I don't understand. We are. That's what I'm people. saying. She wasn't acting very melanated uh, in that moment. I know. We we have mastered the art of they ain't got nothing to do with me no come on sidra come on sidra come on i'm gonna need you to mind your business that woman in the window ish we see where that got old girl and that recap if y'all haven't checked out that recap please do it did not it was not a good thing <laughs> that's all i have to say serena is done watching on the sidelines at venus's matches and enters into the 10 and under competition I got a kick out of hearing the young actress scream out, come on, on that match. That was hilarious. And that young actress, uh, who's super, super talented, by the way, she's a prodigy in herself, but she looks so much like Serena. It was so uncanny. With the way her braids were at that age and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They did a very cute, her and um, the young lady who portrayed Venus Mm -hmm. did a very great interview. One-on-one with Will Smith. Guys, check that out. If you have it, it's on YouTube. It's so cute. I love their rapport. They they did a amazing interview with Tamara Hall which was about 10 minutes which is a little bit longer than Will and I say that because they phenomenal phenomenal young women y'all did y'all thing um I appreciated the scene at the Williams home that gave us a sense not only of the time but of what they were facing externally with a new story of Rodney King's beating because this the time period we're in it was 1991 so again going back to me and Delora our earlier statements about the second viewing and getting a better understanding watching this again gave me a better understanding of this next scene because mm. in the next scene when Richard was so unhappy with a meeting he had with Paul and two agency reps who wanted to help take Venice to the next level he made jokes about clan hoods he girl, farted girl he farted during the meeting and then walked off and grabbed Venus and Serena from their little pool country club burgers mm-hmm. and then just completely decides he's pulling venus from junior circuit she has a 63 and old record severs the relationship with coach paul without discussing
discussing it with anybody. My first watch, I was like, what the fuck is happening? He's so over the top. So, and actually all I kept saying was he's so abrasive. Like I, I just was like, I understand standing your ground, you know, not being swayed by rich white men or what have you, but what are you doing? What is the end game? Like, cause I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. When he thanked them for taking off their hoods, I screamed, <laughs> Ashley. I screamed. And then he was like, oh, you want to help my daughter? Oh, it's almost like she's the ghetto Cinderella. I mm-hmm. was like, what is going on here? Because, you know, the guy, I do understand his annoyance with the guy was like, this is incredible. This is incredible. And he's mm-hmm. like, are you demeaning me? And then when he was like, it's because race. And then of course the guy's panties got all in a bunch. Um, but that whole interaction was so odd. But then I just thought it was interesting. Cause I'm like, did you not want coach Paul anymore? Because I mean, you'll get into their next steps, but I'm just like, what, what is this? What is this? Again? I think seeing it the second time, I realized that on the heels of probably what had happened with the Rodney King situation. I mean, that's the equivalent of things that we obviously are now facing still today where we're seeing these unarmed black men be murdered or abused or what have you and the mindset that that triggers for us now. So I can only imagine him being having to go into these predominantly white environments as a black father trying to protect his daughters. Like I have much more compassion for him with my second watch of, oh, this really it probably did a number on you psychologically. And now when you go into the scenario, you're in a different mind frame. You know, I think that's what that setup for me did. I don't know if that's how everybody took it because again, you the first like time I was like, yo, you're like tripping. vulnerable to those men too. I don't even think it was vulnerability so much as like, I see how the world treats us. Again, he already has his whole respect thing. He already feels like the world doesn't respect him. And I think it was just another stab at that that you're seeing the Rodney King beating, you're seeing what happened to this man. And I don't know if he, if the verdict had come out yet at the moment that this is going mm-hmm. on, but obviously that would only add insult to injury yeah. that nothing, no charges were filed or pressed against those officers. So again, I think it just spoke more to possibly his mentality. And because now we have experienced so much, right? I can understand that mentality, right? Like, yeah. fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> In this moment, I'm not here for any of that nonsense. I'm not here for any of that BS, but I do not agree with him making all these decisions unilaterally. To Brandy's point after the discussion with Paul, I am your wife and my religion dictates that I stand by you, but don't be making these decisions and expect for me to be quiet. This is something you should discuss with me and Venus. This is Venus's life. Yes. Yes. Anjanu, again, she was like, don't take my silence as, you know, compliance, compliance. as agreement. Yeah. But she's like, you know, because I mean, I, these old school relationship dynamics, I'm, I have to remind myself of. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, you definitely don't speak up when your husband's speaking to somebody else. Uh, but him well, pulling she her. Just, her not saying anything, though, I love. Because he was like, did you know about this? She didn't say, yeah. She just sat yeah. there. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not co-signing on this, bruh. 
you were talking about his next step. So Richard moves forward with his plan still and gets Rick Macy, who was Jennifer Capriati's coach, big time tennis star at the time, to come to Compton to check out Venus and Serena. I love this old school where he literally is calling, leaving messages for people. And he's literally reading magazines and writing down people's names and contacting them. I was like, this is such a bygone era. Now we got to slide into people's DMs and we got we to gotta figure out ways to get in touch. That's so different than how Richard was able to kind of navigate those waters back then. But um, after seeing them play, Rick agrees to provide an RV to bring the entire family, minus Tundi, who just graduated top of her class, down to Florida and provide instruction, housing, food, education, and a job for Richard on his staff and grow even trips to Disney for 15% of their future earnings. But little did Rick know, Richard was still sticking to his guns about no more juniors tournaments. The girls are only going to play in matches again once they go pro, which will be decided when he feels they are ready. Did he bamboozle this man? That was my question to you, Ashley. It (laughs) felt like it. And like, I know, again, with men and their plans and (laughs) their egos, you do what you got to do. But I'm surprised the guy agreed to it because I, I respect I respect the fact that you, you're like, okay, you have your contract. Here's our contract. But to agree to put the bill for everybody for that long, that's that was ordained by God because on any other <laughs> any other situation, I find it very hard to believe it would go through. Again, thank God they had the talent that backed up all of this because. Three years later, three years, he this man was splitting the bill for everybody. <laughs> At 14 years old, Venus and Rick feel that she's ready. But Richard was still not convinced. He almost was until Jennifer Capriati got arrested at 18 and he feared Venus would get burnt out and go down the same path. He canceled practice, took the family to Disney without notice. In moments like this, Delora, I felt frustration with Richard because I felt like, yeah, he may be strong in his decisions and his thoughts, but there was such a lack of communication. Yep. 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 And again, not fully under understanding the motivation behind some of these things, because at, you know, at some point I thought he was just, you know, what's, what's saying I want to say just adding more pressure you understand what i'm trying to say like i just felt like were you just doing this to f them over or is this part of your plan that we're just not seeing right now (laughs) i i felt like i wanted to believe that richard always had their best intentions in mind but he's still just a human he's still just a man just like everybody else and has his own flaws and we're about to get into some of those in this next scene because not only was venus not happy but neither was brandy a few ugly truths came out in an argument between brandy and richard including his extramarital affairs and additional children now sis I heard there's been some criticism surrounding not including more 
on these aspects of Richard's life in the film. Did you want more on these subjects after this whole disagreement between husband and wife in the kitchen? Um, so what I wanted more was the fact that he had a whole entire family before mm. this family. Um, and the three the three sisters in their uh, family unit in this movie, though those were from their mom's previous uh, marriage, which unfortunately the father passed away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it would have been nice to get a little bit more detail. And I understand maybe that could have been considered out of scope, but at the same time, he had five children. He did. Before Venus and Serena. And they, his, they touch a little bit on the fact that briefly. the three oldest aren't, you know, were her children. Um, mm-hmm. separately because he talks about the fact that if you had never met me where yeah. would you be you'd be in an apartment you know trying to take care of three kids by yourself and this this and that but to your point especially now that one of his other children from those original five has come out mm-hmm. and criticized this depiction of him he did bring it up though so the part that uh they brought up was like oh your son found you one day and and then and the then other kids yeah yeah but, but were those the original five or were those some other ones? Because Well, I think the other ones were, I thought he had more kids after um, Venus and Serena were older. You know what I mean? And then, the, the you know, they eventually divorced. But I think Brandy was alluding to the fact that he was getting down even during the course of their marriage. I think so too, but I didn't think it was at that part of the relationship. You know what I mean? Um, I heard a lot about it once they were all playing Wimbledon and U.S. Opens and stuff like that. That's when I remember hearing about it, but you never know. Well, because that's when everybody comes out the woodwork, right? Is once, you know, yeah. the fame and the money and all those things well, really start popping. Where a lot of people were having criticism because people are praising this movie because of the depiction of a Black father, right? That loving, caring, devoted Black father. But he is very much human and there's a lot of unpretty things about his story and people are wondering if the movie should have gone though you know down some of those paths Mm -hmm. I feel like they touched upon it especially in his deal in his business dealings (laughs) a little bit but I feel like they gave us I, this one scene. They really they gave, gave us, us this one that scene. One, and I feel like for the sake of what story they wanted to tell, they didn't want to go, quote unquote, out of scope. So I did one more, but I also understand partially why they didn't go down those rabbit holes as well. For sure. I mean, this is the blessing of the Williams family of this Orsine and the girls I think if this were not blessed by the family or this were trying to portray Richard solo, to me, it would make more sense to have di- like to dwell mm-hmm. on some of these things. But the story yeah. is about the making of the two tennis champions that we know today. We know. So and I have it's a, not as relevant. I have a feeling that they probably don't know the other family very well, if not at all. So they probably didn't well, the one, it. The one daughter, for sure, who has come out since the film has come out, has said that she's never met her sisters. Really? So, yeah, wow. but she's hoping to meet Olympia. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But yeah. to your point, I did not feel like I needed more in this 
part of the story, just because, again, I understood that for the intentions of this movie is really to tell the story of that family unit and about the making of these two great athletes. So is it relevant? Not really. Um, But it is kind of heartbreaking knowing about this and seeing the devotion that he had for the two kids that he uh, had. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, even while I was watching this movie, I said, I wonder if the other three ever felt some type of way because yes. of the attention of just these two and the fact that, you know, we're moving the yeah. whole family for the for sake these of two. these two. But think about how many families do that for those superstars mm-hmm. in their families. Britney Spears' family, yep. Beyonce's family, yep. like the sacrifices that yep. these parents make to get their children to those levels. And the courtesy of the Red Table Talk, apparently all of them play tennis and that venus and serena were the only two that it stuck Mm. so i think there was probably an opportunity but you know it is like that sometimes like for example my sister and i were both in band i did it all all my years she was over it the first year you know (laughs) like so yeah Yeah. you know I mean, everybody has their own talents and their own paths. Yep. Richard ultimately relented and relayed a story of accidentally touching a white man's hand and being beaten by the white man and his friends while his father ran and left him. So when I say he relented, guys, that means he decided to go ahead and let Venus go pro. And the significance and magnitude of this moment for Venus was obviously not lost on him, but it wasn't lost on Venus either. Um, I think she really wanted him to understand that she was prepared to go ahead and move on to that next level and that she could handle it. That was the first part that uh, got me emotional when he told her, when you're out there, it's not just about you. You represent every Black girl. Mm -hmm. And that got to me because it was just, I was that little black girl. I remember watching Venus Serena <laughs> and considering playing tennis, like it, them playing was such an event. Oh, like, for sure. It was such a for moment. Sure. And so that, that gets me every time because it's like, I was that little black girl, me and my sister were the little black girls looking at them. And then, you know, it was just that was the part the the first part that got me and that was also the part in the trailer that just always just tore me up mm-hmm. tore yeah. me up <laughs> yeah I think we were all those little black girls watching them with their beads out there doing their thing before her first pro match at the Bank of the West Classic Tournament Nike offers Venus a three million dollar deal for a signature shoe in line that will expire by night's end she passes because she wants to show what she can do. I put in my notes, know yourself, know your worth, Drake. I mean, I know I deserve more than $3 million once I get yeah. out there on that court and prove yeah. my talents. In her second pro match of the tournament, Venus nearly upsets the number one ranked and reigning French and U.S. Open champion player had it not been for an extended bathroom break that iced her out, I believe, and Venus even to this day believes she likely would have won. I didn't even know that was a thing before this film. That had me looking up the rules. Yeah. To I didn't see know that why either. this was allowed. Yeah. I don't know. Does it still exist? It does still exist where you can take bathroom breaks as you need to. It's like you can take one for this length and two for this length, what have you. But to me, it was just so 
obvious what you're trying yes. to do and so then it's unsportsmanlike to me that that's yep. a you know a tactic really you're trying to use to stall um because you know you're about to lose sis um but the fandom that awaited her following the loss was an inspiring glimpse to end the film on what was to come for both venus and soon to follow serena so we end the film with verbiage that Venus signed a $12 million contract, $12 million with Reebok nine months Mm -hmm. after the tournament at the age of 15, okay? Epic. As sports history has seen and Richard had planned and predicted for his girls, Venus became the first African-American woman to be ranked number one in the open era and has won Wimbledon five time serena has won 23 grand slams and is considered by many as the goat of tennis okay Mm -hmm. love seeing the footage of venus serena and the family to wrap the film i just felt such a sense of pride and such nostalgia um for their career because again we've been of witness to it and they've been of our generation really in terms of their success and their history making accomplishments so to wrap the film delora give me your thoughts on how you felt and any final gems you want to share with our listeners well that footage towards the end i was in complete shambles both times watching this film complete shambles just because again just completely inspired by the fact that this man really made this plan and these girls went out and dominated the entire tennis world yes the they did we have the sloan stevens and naomi osaka mm-hmm. and um the the young one um her name is escaping me right now who who's venus doubles partner when serena's not playing so inspiring i just couldn't get over it in shambles and so some of the things that i love throughout watching the film whenever they talk to venus in particular um before her game especially during the junior tournaments they were like you are venus williams and you're going to win wimbledon and i love that they didn't even say one day it was just like you are serena williams you and that translated to me you are enough you are enough period Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that's a a mantra I have is like I am enough because sometimes you always feel like okay another certification another whatever whatever but it's like no my experience my current education my experience is enough you know what I mean I love that we had to say a poem um I am somebody back in elementary school um so I definitely think it's valuable especially when you're young to get those types of reinforcements from from her, your family, from your parents, especially, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just loved. It was it was truly inspirational. Uh, Richard, Richard, I knew about his antics, you know, growing up, and and I was curious to see how much they were going to show in this film. You know what I mean? And they really, the farting at the table scene was. <laughs> was a lot I just I, I I really did enjoy the film I thought the cast was wonderful the young women were phenomenal Will Smith 
I believe we'll get an Oscar nomination off of this role and it's deserved. I have to um, say, I forgot that it was Will Smith. So he did his job because I really sure did, did forget who I was watching. Yeah. And, you know, bravo, everyone. And I'm so happy. Uh, one of the things that cracked me up from the Red Table Talk. Oh, this is something they didn't show in the film, which I think would have had me hitting the wall. Apparently, Richard quit his job at one point, and the mom was the only one supporting them. Uh, in she this, did talk about in that. this vision, or you know, the family was moving towards without really talking to her, mm-hmm. making like your point to your point unilateral decisions. And the thing that I loved from the Red Table talk was the fact that Serena and Venus weren't going to put their names as executive producers until, until they, they saw that final cut. The movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love that. So, so when they green lit it, I was like, I think this is going to be a good movie. So I'm really excited. Yeah. What about you, Ashley? I, to your point, very inspirational. Again, so much that I learned and didn't know, um, especially about the involvement of the entire family in the making of these amazing dominant history making athletes um love to see it there's some great behind the scenes uh footage available on hbo max after you stream Mm -hmm. the film if you guys haven't checked it out especially the visit that serena and venus had on set and their dynamic and talking to some of the young actresses like me and Delora live for a behind the scenes moment and for all the extra <laughs> gems that we get from all those types of things. So if you guys are into yes. it, definitely check it out. But overall, again, um, I just, if it, if I, you know, usually I'm like, oh, it was too long. In this case, I just wanted a little bit more because I wanted to yeah. see them go a little bit further with the story. So I felt kind of cut off. And that's the only reason why it's not an A for me. But overall, yeah. I, I very much enjoyed the film. And I'm glad that this portion of history was able to be told again while yeah. Richard was still alive to realize it because I read too that he they don't know if he's seen it so I hope yeah. that he realizes how much they love and appreciate him despite the controversy and potential opinions of others because he deserved it I mean I we are all imperfect people we are. um but what he did with his girls were was phenomenal mm-hmm. phenomenal mm-hmm. um to your point Ashley um I really did feel like it was kind of odd that they ended it off of the first junior championship I'm like we didn't make it to her first Wimbledon like I thought Wimbledon was going to be it right yeah or at least the U.S. Open yeah I mean um, first pro match was obviously hella dramatic and I get yeah. that but it for me too because we know Venus and Serena, like I would have at least liked to get to the point where Serena starts her pros. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there was a, just, I needed just a little bit more, Yeah, but I get it. I get it. It is what it is. But guys, that is our recap of King Richard. Please feel free to give shoot us a comment. Again, I'm going to start looking at Facebook more because we appreciate y'all on every platform sure in which do. you choose to engage with us. But thank you so much, Delora. Give me your hidden gems for this week. All right, Ashley. So it's not that hidden. Um, you brought it up at several months ago, I, almost a year ago, but I want to bring it up because we just finished this wonderful um, recap of this film, Being Serena. You and I watched it when it first came out. It was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, de- it depicts her journey. Uh, going back into professional tennis after having her beautiful daughter it also captures her wedding 
and in everything. And so I I just want to let people know it's out there on HBO Max along with the, the film. It is definitely worth the watch. So what about you, Ashley? We just need a season two, sis. Um, my two this week, New York Times presents Malfunction, the dressing down of Janet Jackson on Hulu. Oof, child. 2004 Super Bowl halftime show scandal revisited in 2021 eyes continues to shine a light on JT as the ultimate villain. That's really all that I have to say about that. Does the New York Times have something against this man? You know, they're just spilling tea and and shedding light. (laughs) They're just spilling tea and shedding light. Okay, guys, check that out on Hulu. My second music box dmx don't try to understand that's available on hbo music box is a new newer series i believe i also watched jagged um peel um the alanis morissette one which unfortunately she didn't love but anyway the dmx one is really focused on his 2019 comeback tour you know not too long obviously before he passed away but um I, I'm a fan of DMX. I always have been a fan of DMX, but I don't. I haven't always gotten the more personal sides of DMX. So in this, you got to kind of hear more about his upbringing a little bit, about his time and one of the homes he had to stay in after he was given up by his mother. And, you know, you get a little bit more. You get to see his youngest child and his fiance at the time and just a little bit more of the personal side of him, as well as, you know, where he was professionally and mentally at that time. So, you know, he was so grounded. Um, he was such a real, authentic, person and I really enjoy getting to just catch this glimpse of DMX you know may also he rest still in peace an imperfect person but exactly still, I mean yeah. everybody had their struggles right and we know his yeah. was drugs and that is you know not shied away from um but you also got the side of his son his old one of his oldest sons and you know mm. what I mean so you just get so much more of a familial understanding of the man um, so again, that is Music Box DMX. Don't try to understand on HBO. And that is it for my hidden gems for this week. Guys, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in and listening to us thank talk you. about our headlines and hot topics each week, our recaps each week, our in conversation interviews we've been getting to do. We love it all. We're glad yes. to share it with you. We appreciate the support and hope that we continue to add more of you guys to Recap Nation. So that's our time today. We will see you next time, guys. Delora, I love you so much. I love you, Ashley. Bye. Bye.